Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, everybody. This week, we decided to have a conversation about our thoughts after listening to our episode from last week. So initially, we had gone back and forth about a few different ideas of what we could chat about tonight, but then we both listened to our episode last week. We listened to ourselves, like me me personally listening to what I was saying and then like listening to what Carly was saying and vice versa. And we just felt like we kind of had to expand on a few things. Yeah, us trying to just be surface level, it didn't work out. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Obviously. And I listened to that. Well, both of us, we always listen to it like a couple times before it goes out and, you know, right when it comes out. But I listened to that episode like four or five times. Mm -hmm. And it made me sad. Yeah. Because I, well, and I think just because I know myself and I know you. And so I could hear the way that we were both talking and how we were kind of going deeper into why we struggle with surface level. And there's a lot of layers to that that make me sad. Yeah. And I think on some level, we both kind of spent a long time not feeling like known or understood. Mm-hmm. And so surface level, like everything was surface level. Right. And so I think that's why we have a hard time now. Yeah. Because we're like we don't want to be like that because that it doesn't feel safe. Right. Like, like being fake or, and I'm not saying that all surface level is fake, but I don't know if I'm even explaining this right, but it makes, it makes sense. Yeah. And I think the other thing too, is that we have talked about how heavy it is sometimes and like how, how heavy it is to feel so deeply and think so deeply. But like you just said, we wouldn't want to be showing up any other way. Yeah. Because we did that for so long because it was how we grew up. It was what we grew up around, the people we grew up around, how they handled situations. And I think I've said it before. Like I remember feeling like the odd one out because everybody just wanted to brush their feelings under the rug and not discuss things. And I was sitting there like, what? How, how is that an expectation? And so while it can feel really, really heavy and like a lot and like people don't understand or don't see us or hear what we're trying to say, I'm also really grateful for it. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I totally agree. And that's, it's just kind of a weird space to be in feeling both of those things at one time. Like we, yeah. we often talk about feeling two things at once. I just, I can sense people's motives. And so I can feel when people don't actually care. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. Like this whole, let's act like everything's okay and perfect. And I, that it is triggering to me. And so that's another reason why surface level, I just have a hard time with it. Yeah. And I mean, I think the other, with you just saying that, like, I remember they say, people say this all the time. Like if something's triggering you, like that's on you. But when something triggers you on that level, that's because like, you know, it's not safe, it's not healthy and it won't work in a relationship for you. Yeah. And so there's a difference between being like, I'm feeling triggered by this. And like, this is me. This is my body, my intuition. This is God telling me this is not going to work. Yeah. And we've both been in situations where we would, we have ignored that and it did not end up well. Yeah. So, and that's, that's the thing that I go back and forth on is just that like for so long, I ignored my gut instinct, my intuition, but we spend a lot of time talking about the importance of that as mothers. I was really ignoring what God was trying to tell me over and over and over and over again. So now in situations where we're talking about the importance of raising our children with conviction and mothering with conviction and why we care so deeply about the way we show up, the way we respond, the way we react in our words and re- everything that we do in our day-to-day life with ourselves and our children is because we don't want them to experience the things that have made us the way that we are. Yeah. And it's hard because I'm thankful. I know. For the, I know. the way that I am. So I don't know. It's, it's like you it's, just get to a place in your life where you're like, you, you obviously grow up and you kind of see things for how they are. You see your parents as human beings and you see like the reasons why things happen the way that they did. And you see how that affected you. I think part of getting older and especially having your own kids is having to process that and deal with it in a healthy way and using it as information to move forward right. because that's the responsibility of every single generation. Right. There, There is a place where I'm like, you know what? I am the way that I am on purpose. Yes. And whether I got here because of things that I would choose or things that just happen just because it, it, I am who I am. Right. And I want to take things that have happened to me or decisions that I've made or mistakes that I've made or things that I've gone through. And I want to be able to use it all for good because I know ultimately that's what God does. That's what I was just going to say. Like we, you have conversations where people are saying, well, this happened to me and that happened to me. And that's why the way I, 
I am the way I am and I can't change that. And what I just want people to realize is, yes, these, all of these different things may have happened to you, different situations, different experiences, but you can either have that be your story who and have that, let that define you, or you can take what's happened to you and learn and grow and then help other people. And ultimately that's what you and I are talking about. Like God is putting that on us for a reason. So when we have these conversations and we talk about like, this is the hill I'm going to die on is having these conversations about mothering and God and why it's so important. That's what God's calling on us to do. Yeah. So like, like we've, I know we're, we kind of sound like broken records, but like, while it feels heavy, we also know that it's it's for a reason. It's for a reason. And so yeah, it's just, it's an interesting, interesting feelings to, to process at the same time. Yeah. And that, and that's like when I continued to listen over and over again, the sad part in me was like, I can hear in my voice and me trying to explain things that are like the hurt little girl inside of me. And I'm not a hurt little girl. I am a grown woman now. And so I don't want to discount that. I don't want to detach. I don't want to act like that didn't happen. Or I don't want to just disregard it and not process it in a healthy way. But I also don't want to attach my identity to my past. Yes, exactly. So... I'm, I don't know. I was just thinking like, it just makes me sad because I can hear that little like sad girl, but I don't, I'm not her, but I feel like I have to honor her. That's literally what I was going to say. Like honor that. Yeah. We have have to. Yeah. Because if, if we're not a acknowledging that we hear that, the fact that you can listen and hear that shows how attached you are and shows how aware and conscious you are of who you are now and how that shows up sometimes. And so there's a difference between allowing our feelings to come up and realizing this feeling is coming up from my childhood when I didn't have X, Y, or Z, or when this situation happened and like allowing yourself to feel that versus compartmentalizing it and never, excuse me, Versus suppressing it yeah, and just not addressing it. Compartmentalizing is different. Like, okay, I see how I've showed up this way. I see why I've showed up this way. And I can either let that continue to be who I am, or I can take that and put this here and allow myself to feel this when it's necessary and when it comes up and acknowledge that. Yes. And then also put it back away. Yes. And so there's one thing that I had texted Carly about this week that I just wanted to touch on because I feel like it's important and I'm not sure if it came off this way to other people who are listening, but I had at one point said that healing is a lifelong journey and we're never going to be fully healed. And in listening back to our episode, I realized that that may come off as though I'm saying God isn't capable of healing us or we don't believe that God can heal us. And so I wanted to touch on that and basically explain 
my standpoint and my point of view on that. And we know that God is capable of miracles. He's done it since the beginning of time. We've seen it over and over and over and over again. And we pray to God and we seek seek him and his healing and what he can provide us. And we thank him for everything that he gives us. And then at the same time, I think that that's one of the things that's kind of lacking in our community is that people oftentimes put all of their healing on God. And I think there's a difference between saying, God, I need your help to heal. Please help me heal because I know you can do that. And then also taking personal responsibility for the choices that you're making in your day-to-day life. Because it's not fair to, for example, if you are unwell and you are simply not taking care of yourself, and this is not saying if you're disabled and you can't take care of yourself. I'm talking about if you have choices that you can make to help strengthen your body every single day and pray to God at the same time, that's different than completely disregarding your overall health, mental, physical, emotional, whatever it may be, and just saying, I need you to heal me, God. That there's, those are two completely different things. Yeah. It's an and situation. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew what you meant, but I love the way that you just explained that. Cause I feel like that's, that's really both of our hearts. Like when we, when we talk about that stuff and it's like, you know, we've talked about the middle ground. So like, this is kind of the middle ground of like processing your past and like what made you into who you are, but also knowing that we are made brand new in Christ. So yeah, God can do anything, but also like we have our part. We have personal responsibility. Yes. It's it's a, it's a two way street. Right. And I think it's important to say that and that people realize that, And that's what we're talking about, acknowledging what we've gone through, but not sitting back and being resentful and holding on to that. Yes. Because that is not going to do anybody any good. No, it's not. Being like, this happened to me and this is who I am now. Yes. And I think that's something that that is very like can be a controversial topic opinion discussion is like the victim mentality and going back and forth between like, am I choosing to be this way versus can I change or how can I change this? So again, another conversation where there are so many layers. Yeah. And obviously we we never want to discount anybody's trauma. Like we know that every everybody has been through stuff. Yeah. Everybody who is a human being has been through stuff, hard stuff, sad stuff, terrible stuff. And so I think I, I texted you the other day and I was like, you know, it's a good thing that our generation is like going to therapy and breaking generational trauma and we have all this access to information and, you know, there all these different therapies and trying to heal and all of this stuff. But it's almost like that has been made into a personality trait. Yes. 
And it's like, at what point is that an idol? And that's where I'm like, we, we can't make that our identity. Yeah. And that, that makes me think about what we've talked about in terms of labels and labeling. Yeah. Where nowadays, if something's wrong with somebody, they are seeking a diagnosis or a specific label so they can be in that box and sit there and be like, oh, well, this is what I am. Yeah. And again, that's a controversial discussion, but it's also like, I think like what you just said, it's too much nowadays. Yeah. It's It's not like, hey, I have all of these things going on in my life and this is why I'm feeling this way. It's no, you're depressed, you're anxious, you have ADD, all of these things. Instead of just acknowledging what's going on, sitting with that and also seeking God. Yeah. Our past is kind of like how we've talked about emotions. Yeah. It, it's important because it can be used as information. Right. But we can't live there. Right. We can't turn our eyes towards the past. We have to look forward, but we also have to process the past in a healthy way in order to move forward. Got to feel it to heal it. Yeah, you really do. But I, I just, I made that comparison of like our past is kind of like emotions. Like they're, it's important, but it can't rule everything. Right. But that, and that's, that's one of the the key pieces of healing, right? Is that we can acknowledge why something is showing up in a certain way in our brain and emotionally we know why something is triggering us and we can either choose to allow ourselves to react the way we would have in the past or being like, okay, I, I feel this emotion. I know why this is showing up and I can choose to do this instead because this will be more beneficial for me. Yeah. So I, I think another thing is I think some people are put off by the word healing Yes. Because I think sometimes like like it's been made into like new age woo-woo healing yeah. stuff. And so like I obviously know what you mean and I know what we mean when we're talking about it. But really what we're talking about is sanctification, which will continue to happen on this side of eternity. Right. We we live in an imperfect world with imperfect people. And so we to act like we're not going to have to process and heal and deal with things like that. It would be unrealistic to just think like that will never be a part of your story. That just made me think of um, something that I've been reading, but it was talking cause you and I have talked about this before was that Jesus showed his emotions but he didn't let them rule him. Um, I'm trying to find it because there was a passage that I read the other day talking about like feeling your emotions and that that's okay, an okay thing. I'll have to try and find it another time. But yeah. Yeah. It's just. God made us emotional beings. Right. Exactly. If we did not need our emotions. He wouldn't have given them to us. Right. They're just like anything else in our life. We need to be a good steward of them. 
Right. And so that, I mean, that goes along with that. That goes along with everything in life. Literally everything. Yeah. It just ties back into what we've said before about God didn't make us broken. Yeah. He didn't make us broken. He didn't make us, he didn't create us to be robots. No. Well, and he gave us emotions so that we can relate to each other. Right. And that we can love each other and serve each other. Right. And I think that's just something that I struggle with is because it's like people have so much doubt about how God created us. But that, again, ties into being attached and being aware and being conscious and having a relationship with God. And so I can see why a lot of people aren't aware of that. And that's hard. But then at the same time, or and at the same time, we're having these conversations to hopefully open up people's perspectives, thoughts, feelings about situations like that. And if they've been ignoring things or super detached or whatever it may be, because we want people to to be able to feel and talk. And it just goes back to what we say all the time. Like, I just feel like God is putting this on us so we can talk to people. So we can talk about what we've experienced, who we are now because of it and how it's helped and changed us and helped us grow. Yeah. And that, and that other people can do the same thing. And this is not saying we are some perfectly magical healed unicorn that feels all our feelings perfectly all the time. No, we're just, we're just human. We're just here the way God created us to be. Yeah. And it's messy. Right. And we're going to mess up. Right. But I think what's important is that we are aware of this kind of stuff. Exactly. So that we're able to talk about it and deal with it in a healthy way. And that's what I think about too, when we talk about, suppressing emotions and just how society tells children to just keep them all inside. That's not what God wants. No. God doesn't want us as adults to tell children, don't cry. Don't talk about how you're feeling. Just brush it under the rug. God doesn't want that. No. So, yeah. Another thing that I wrote down in my notes when I was listening to the way that I was, I don't know what, I can't remember like what I was specifically saying when I was listening to the last episode, but I wrote down in my notes, I feel unlovable unless I'm useful to somebody and surface level things make me feel like I'm not comforting you or helping you or like making you laugh or like, you know, being of use. And so I was just thinking that was another thing that just made me sad because it was, I was just thinking about my old like codependent tendencies of like 
when I would speak to somebody or I was, you know, any friendship or relationship or whatever, I would just turn into like this people pleasing over the top. Tell me all your problems. I'll help you with anything. I'll make you laugh if you need it. I'll make like, and I, that's, it's just sad. Sitting here, just listening to you say that we are the same person. And I didn't even realize it and think about it in that manner until you just said that. Yeah. I can't remember like what I was saying specifically that just like made me think of that. But I was like, oh, wow. Like that is how I felt for a long, long, for a majority of my life. If I'm talking to somebody, I need to like be of service to them. <laughs> like I need to help them. I need to encourage them. I'm a clown. I can make you laugh. I can, I can do anything you need. Like that is how I would show up. And I'm not of service if we're just talking about the weather. You know, I, I can't be useful. That means I'm not lovable if we're just talking about surface level things. That's really deep. It's really it sad. really deep. But now I need some time to think about that. Yeah. Because that's so valid. And, you know, we originally titled the episode Why We Can't Do Surface Level. And at the last minute, I changed it to Why We Struggle with Surface Level. Yeah. Because some of life is surface level. Yeah. Like seeing somebody in the grocery store, like it's not like we're over here like we can't do surface level. We'll never do surface level. If you're trying to be surface level, we're just going to bounce. Right. Like, right, right. We don't want to be like that. We're just talking about why we have a hard time with it. Agreed. And, that, and that's okay. And we're aware of it. Agreed. And so when we feel triggered, it's not like we run away. Right. It's just that we're aware. Right. And we're trying to deal with it in a healthy way. Exactly. And you're right. There's a lot of things that in life are surface level, just interactions with people. And we are capable of doing that and participating in that. Yeah. Sometimes it's more draining than other times. Yeah. That's valid. Yeah. So yeah, we hope that we're getting across the messages that we're intending to to share with you all. And I think ultimately, I mean, we've talked about it before, but I just, I don't ever want to speak limiting beliefs over myself. Yes. And I think sometimes when I get stuck when I get stuck, I can, I can do that. Like that is a default programming, speaking, limiting ideas over myself. And that just keeps us stuck. Right. It's not healthy. And I want to be aware of when that's happening. So I can be like, no, I'm not doing that. Right. And the the language we use surrounding it matters so much. Yes. Talk about what we say to our children and why that matters what we say to ourselves matters just as much because 
what we say, if we're, if we're thinking that way about ourselves and believing certain things that will rub off on our kids yeah. and then they'll grow up the same exact way. Yeah. Yes. So what, what you say to yourself matters, how that shows up, what you really believe people can pick up on. They can pick up on that energy. Yeah. And another hard truth about that is how we were programmed was not our fault. No. Any adult, how they were programmed as children was not their fault. But when you become an adult, it, it is your responsibility to take what the tools you're working with and, and figure out how to do life. Yeah. And I think that's like the beautiful part of it, right? Is that like, we have the opportunity to do that. So we could say things are just this way and that's just what it is. And I can't do anything about it. Or we can say, let's take the tools we have. Let's take what God has provided for us and do something with it. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So like we said earlier, it's not like we're viewing this as a negative thing, not being, or excuse me, having a hard time with surface level conversations. Like that's not a negative thing. Sometimes it makes it feel more difficult, but at the end of the day, we want to take what has been put on our hearts by God, what we've learned from our own experiences and do something with that. Yeah. And I think because we're aware of this, we're able to have compassion for people. Agreed. Agreed wholeheartedly. You know, I, I think that especially like talking about like our, our generation getting into therapy and talking about generational trauma and, you know, all of that stuff has become so popular. I think it's important to know that It's a part of being a healthy adult is knowing that how you were raised, like your parents were growing up while they were raising you mm -hmm. and how they were raised was not on them. Right. And, and I mean, we've, we've talked about the cycle of how things happen and I think it's just, I don't know. It's something that I think about all of the time because sometimes when I, when I talk about this, here goes the scared little girl inside of me. I feel like I'm talking bad, badly about my parents. Right. And that that's not it at all because obviously I'm allowed to feel the way that I feel about how I experienced growing up, but a, a huge part of my journey of everything that I'm doing and everything that I care about and everything that my relationship with God is that I see my parents as human beings. Mm -hmm. I see my husband's parents as human beings. And I also being a mother, I see people as children. Mm -hmm. So when I'm looking around and adult people are acting immaturely or they're angry or they're all of these things. I'm like, wow, 
I see you as a child who was not handled properly. Yes. And your needs were not met. And I mean, I know that's probably like a whole nother <laughs> podcast because it's complicated and it's not to discount things. And ultimately we all have personal responsibility, mm-hmm. but there is that layer of humanness where it's like, we have all been through stuff. Right. If you are hurt by somebody, that means they were probably hurt themselves. Yes. Hurt people hurt people. Yeah. Healed people can help heal people. Yeah. And I I think that God wants that. Exactly. God wants that. God wants us to have hard conversations and help people and encourage people and love people and forgive people and give hope to people. Because... I think that's the point of this whole thing is to love people well, to serve people well. Yeah. And I think, like you said, it's beautiful and it's messy at the same time. Yeah. I mean, how many times have we said in the last week, it's wonderful and terrible? Yes. At the same time. like Two feelings at once, always. I think anything that is worth anything in this life is wonderful and also terrible at the same time. Like gut-wrenching, emotional, all of the things all at the same time. Amen. And that's how you know it matters. Yes, exactly. That's how you know it matters. Well, thank you, God, for this beautiful mess of a life that we have. <laughs> well, and that that's the thing. Seriously, thank you, God. I, I think we have to get to a place where we are thankful. Yeah. For, for all of it. Yeah. And that's, again, which I think we've said on podcasts before, or I think it was, I don't know if we said it. It was in a sermon that we listened to months ago being thankful while also acknowledging that it's hard yes and whatever season exactly this is hard and i'm thankful yes yeah we have to do that it's important yeah do you feel like We talked about all the things that we wanted to. Yeah. I think that was good. I think last, last episode was, it was good. And I, I think it was important for us to talk about that. And so that we could talk about this, like, it's just a, a continuation. Yeah. And I think that happens sometimes is that we have these conversations and we realize that there were bits and pieces that we either forgot or we thought about after the fact. And we just want to make sure that we're talking about all of the different things that can come up. Yeah. So thank you for being along on the ride with us listeners. Thanks for listening to us share everything (laughs) (laughs) that we care so much about. We hope you guys 
also can relate on a certain level. Yeah. All right. Well, we will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.